Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. Now, I've been a big fan of this uh, next entrepreneur and this next service. It's uh, called Sum All. And I remember oh, over, well, quite a long time ago now, I uh, found this uh, awesome app and uh, it's enabled me to create like a lot of statistics for my show. And, and in fact, what's happened is uh, just recently I surpassed the 1 million retweet reach uh, as according to Summel. And that was great because it helped me bring in sponsors for the show and, and just help, help me validate my following. And so I was really keen to get uh, the founder on the show. And I have done that uh, for your benefit. It's Corey Lee. He is the founder of Sumul, and he's going to talk to us about the service, but also all the stuff that he's been get, get kind of going on with at Sumul. So, Corey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, let's go back to the beginning. How about that? You know, how did you get started? Um, so, it started with an idea. Um, we, we had worked at, uh, me and my co-founders had worked at a number of other startups before, and um, the pain point that we had kind of found working at all these startups was that we couldn't get all our data in one place. Um, you know, we were logging into anywhere from 10 to 15 different uh, SaaS platforms or different tools that we were using on a daily basis, ranging from, you know, Twitter and Facebook to Google Analytics to, um, you know, the whatever shopping cart we were using or, or transactional platforms, so looking at PayPal or, or Curly or whatever other um you know, basically commerce platform we were operating on and we were trying to, you know, pull our numbers into this huge Excel file or put it into our own database and then crunch that. And it was just a very painful and, and manual process. So we figured there has to be a better way around this. And um, that's kind of how the idea of Sumall was born. That's wonderful. And I, what, what you were doing beforehand, because I think a lot of the people listening to this show just wonder how to get started. But clearly you've done this a few times and uh, did you, you know, could you tell us a little bit about what you were doing beforehand to give us a sense of, uh, you know, how you en- ended up doing Summer? Sure. I actually started out my career at, uh, at PricewaterhouseCoopers in, uh, in tax consulting, um, which was a very different uh, pathway, but it was on the venture side. So there was still a little bit of a uh, startup, uh, I guess, flavor in there. Um, a few years after that, I went to uh, Google and I was there for a number of years working in their, um, their data and uh, business intelligence groups. And then um, from there, I went to Squarespace, where I met my my co-founders, uh, Dane and David, and um, we after Squarespace, we we kind of kicked this off uh, in 2011. So it's been about four years now. Well, that first of all is very inspirational, Corey, because uh, I used to work in asset management, and you know it just shows anyone listening to this, you can do anything with your life, even if you go off on a slightly different path. There's still time to, you know, redirect and and start something really awesome. Uh, and which you've done so so okay let's talk about some all then um what does it do and how can it help the entrepreneurs that listen to this show sure so some all is a connected data platform um, we bring your data in from over 50 different platforms so we're currently connected to uh, facebook twitter instagram google analytics um, mailchimp constant contact and uh a slew of commerce platforms, big commerce, Shopify, eBay, PayPal, Amazon. Um, so the idea is that you can, you can bring your data together and actually get a macro level view of what's going on with your business, whether you're running um, a website, a podcast, um, uh, an e-commerce site. Uh, you really just have a holistic view of how your business is doing, um, and, and you can see that right away. So our platform gives you feedback in, 
in real time and um, you can you can get email updates on a daily basis if you don't want to necessarily log into the app um, so we try to make it as easy as possible for you to understand uh, what's going on with your business and how to make better decisions for your business so do yeah, I, I remember first uh, first hearing about it uh, on the um, this week in tech and uh, I, I think that you didn't really have an idea of monetization at that early stage, did you? You just kind of figured this would be really cool to to get into the hands of a lot of people, and it I must have been quite, you know, like uh, uh, quite uh, brave for you to to kind of go down this pursuit and uh, and and you know did did you have an idea of monetization before you started, or was it was it just a project that you just had to get get off the ground? Uh, we had a lot of ideas about how we would monetize it. I think it was just a matter of um, of trade-offs, right? So uh, one one vision that we had always kind of had is the democratization of data um, and wanting to get data back in the hands of the small guys. The the big guys, um, you know, have tools like Oracle and uh, SAP that they can pay millions of dollars for on an, on an annual basis. But the, the average mom and pop shop or someone that's running a store out of their garage or you know, out of their apartment doesn't really have that, that financial option or the infrastructure resources to build that kind of thing. So we wanted to help out um, the, the little guys, right? The, the small and medium-sized businesses, the backbone of, of American business, if you, if you will, or, or businesses across the world. Um, so that was, that was kind of our, our goal and vision. And so we've kind of stuck by that, which is why we've deferred um, monetization out till later. We do have a couple paid products now, but we will always maintain um, some form of the product that is free, that is accessible to everyone so that you can add your data in and instantaneously see what's going on with your business. You know, Corey, I'm just thinking of the, the people listening to this right now. It, it, what I'm learning from you is that you, you need to have almost like a a purpose with your startup, some kind of thing that you're passionate about. And it, it, clearly you're passionate about the democratization of data in a way. And uh, is that really important for starting a business or starting your own startup? Uh, absolutely. I think, um, you know, if, if you don't believe in the, the product or the idea or whatever you're selling, it makes it very difficult to sell. Um, you know, if it's not something that you would use uh, as a business or as an individual on a regular basis, um, you know, I, I think it's 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 tricky to to, to push that out, out into the marketplace. So yeah, certainly you want to. Um, I would encourage you know entrepreneurs out there to to really um, find something that they're truly passionate about, that they truly believe in, and um, and build that. Yeah, it's important to reiterate that because I feel that a lot of the app entrepreneurs are just trying to look at the most successful apps and almost imitate it and copy it. But I believe that you've got to have a purpose. Hence, the reason I do this show is to meet people like yourself, Corey, and uh, that's my purpose. And I feel <laughs> like we all need a purpose, don't we, in a way, you know, uh, more than money. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, well, there's two, two things we, we actually have to do. Um, before we go any further, which is one, we try to uh, come up with new ideas on this show uh, because we do have a lot of people that are listening who can build stuff. And I'm wondering if we could try and figure out what could we do with it, like maybe a new app. Uh, have you got any app ideas, uh, how we can incorporate what you're doing for us, you know, the data and, and bringing it to a, like a, maybe a new app? Have you thought about any uses of this? Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of different different applications. Um, there's a lot of different ways we can potentially visualize the data. Um, one of our, our longer-term plans is to open up our API so app developers can 
um, pull out pieces of our data or um, our customers' data and actually you know, do cool visualizations or, um, or build additional tooling around it. Um, so there's a lot of different kind of automation steps that we can add to the process of um, understanding your data. For example, if we have um, you know, all your different social platforms and your ad platforms within Sumall, um, perhaps you know, an app can actually uh, kind of be a control center for all those different things and, and you know, um, allow you to allocate your ad spend according to whatever is optimal. So there's some cool machine learning and uh, algorithms that can potentially be applied to that. And there's, there's kind of an infinite number of possibilities that can be built upon, um, upon your data. So beyond the marketing side, you can optimize your, your shopping cart. Um, so, you know, understanding uh, the SKUs that are selling across different uh, commerce sites, you know, what's the hottest SKU, what's the, what's the best color t-shirt to sell this month. Um, because we have all that information, and um, we can we can actually index the the marketplace and, and benchmark the marketplace and provide uh, SMBs with a way of understanding, um, you know, how they're doing relative to their peers. And I think that can be very very interesting. Yeah, I'm almost thinking as well. If I'm an app entrepreneur, one of the things I need to do is raise money. And investors are constantly asking me for data, data about, and it's it's gone beyond the how many downloads have you got, you know, to a lot more. Uh, uh, and I'm thinking, it would, wouldn't it be great to be able to tap into the data that you're providing us uh, from our social media outlets and you know the various places where we touch people, and and uh, in a way try and automate some kind of process where you you send out these things to the top investors, or uh, you know you keep your own investors in the loop about how it's growing. You know, outside of just the the standard, you know, how many downloads did you get this month? Have you, have you kind of got plans to you know, maybe go along those lines of, of just helping app entrepreneurs present data to their you know their stakeholders? Sure. So we actually just released um, uh, a product a, a, few, a few months ago, our, our, one of our first paid products. Um, it's a it's a weekly and monthly report on um, on how you're performing socially. So you can actually bring your Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram streams together. And understand, you know, what is my overall reach? What is my overall engagement? Um, you know, how is my community growing? What were my top performing posts? And you can actually send this directly to a lot of our a lot of our um, customers will actually send this directly to their boss or um, or to their investors, and and give them try to give them a better better understanding of what their social influence is um, in their amongst their community. Do you like the way I just professionally was, moved out to your paid product? <laughs> yes, that, was, that was a perfect segue. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I did. but actually, yeah, I, I did see that, and uh, so that, that's what you're doing in a way. You are helping, uh, you know, us by uh, doing this kind of paid report where we can send send out to our, our stakeholders, our investors, uh, or um, you know, maybe the, our backers, and uh, give them a, a full update on, um, uh, on on what's going on. Do you do, do, you do anything with apps like uh, tapping into uh, the, the app stores? Uh, the app stores we haven't done too much work with. I think that's something that we we definitely have on the roadmap down the down the line. Well, here's another segue. We love talking about apps on this show, the App Guy Podcast. It, that's hence the name. And we would love to know what is the co-founder of Summel? What do you do you have on your phone? You know, your smartphone. Could you give us a sense of one or two apps that you use in your business or personal life that you think would be good recommendations? Uh, sure. So I'm constantly checking. Um, let me actually go grab my phone. Hang on. Yeah, it should be pretty close. Thing Gmail. Um, 
just to, to send emails back and forth uh, with my colleagues. The, the calendar app is, is, uh, is Calendly and, um, and Google Calendar, which is great for um, you know, making sure that I get to meetings on time. The social apps, of course, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just to stay on top of um, everything that's going on there. Uh, I'm a big kind of quantified self um, person, so I use the uh, and I'm an Android guy, um, so I use Android Wear and, and track you know my kind of uh, steps and, and heart rate and whatnot um, just to stay <laughs> on top of that. And then, uh, I'm gonna, uh, okay, so we we talk about ideas. I know this is a really naff idea, but I have to say that I sat. I've just been away for a break, and I sat on a plane next to an undertaker. And I said, I've got a great business idea for you. I want to send you my heart rate. And when it stops, you can just send in, you know, the team and, and, and uh, bury me. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was, a, you know, like a, maybe a sensitive uh, subject. But, you know, it's just amazing what we can do with data now. You know, the fact that we're, you're tracking your own heart rate. And, uh, and actually, you know, with the release of Apple Watch, given that you're wearing Android Wear, is it, is it um, you know, a good product? Do you, do you find that yourself using uh you know, it quite a lot. Yeah, I do. It's a great way to, um, I mean, so how I kind of transitioned to it was I, I started out with a Fitbit and I was like, well, it would be nice if this had a little bit more functionality just than tracking my steps and looking at the time. Um, I know the newer Fitbit has a heart rate monitor as well, but the, the Android watch and the iWatch as well actually, you know, sends you alerts to, um, you know, when you're getting texts or emails or um, there's a lot more customization and functionality and features that you can do with it. And I'm sure um, your audience has, a million things they can potentially innovate to put to put on, um, you know, the iWatch or the Android Wear, and there's just um, it's it's a whole new kind of device, and there's there's a lot of interactions that happen with that that are much more it's much quicker um, than you know than you would interact with your phone or your iPad. It's just something that you look at, you know, you watch something you look at kind of at a glance. You want to get a snippet of information, and then if you want to dig in further, you can go to your phone, but. Um, you know, so it's a very quick way to get information and a very convenient way to get information. Uh, so, Corey, any plans to do anything with the Apple Watch? Um, at the moment, we're we're pretty slim. We had talked about it um, with our with our mobile team, um, but I think we're focusing on on the iPhone experience right now, the iPhone and the Android experience right now. Um, I think eventually we'll get there, but we want to we want to kind of get our our mobile uh, our overall mobile experience down first. Um, uh, just before we say goodbye, there's, the, the last thing is that uh, there's a lot of potential app entrepreneurs out there. And, you know, you started this conversation off with one of the biggest themes, which is uh, to solve a pain point. You guys were looking at a pain point and, you know, you figured out a way of solving it. What would you recommend to anyone who is just wanting to start out and, and start their own thing, work as an indie app developer, or work uh, as a, a startup founder? What, what would be your biggest piece of advice do you think um that's a good question i think uh, my, my biggest piece of advice would be um you know one don't don't do it alone um find uh you know a, a community um whether that be virtual or <laughs> or real community around you um, find co-founders that you that you trust or you know friends that you might have that that have different talents than your own and um and then, you know, start it with them because I think that provides a, a very natural um, support group because this is a roller coaster of a ride. Um, and there are definitely a lot of emotional swings there, you know, times when um, the, you know, financial lows kind of come and you have to raise funding or worry about that. And, um, you know, going through it 
alongside uh, friends or even a, a community um, virtually is definitely very, very helpful and uh, provides uh, provides a, a kind of you know foundation um, for you to, to fall back on. Because um, yeah, you've got some awesome co-founders, haven't you? I mean, uh, you know, you, obviously that helped being at Squarespace, you know, the very innovative uh, website company, which actually I use. But, uh, you know, you, you, I'm guessing that it's pretty beneficial to be in a really cool startup or a, you know, a, a cool tech company to meet your co-founders. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, it's, is, it's, is one of your co-founders, did they, did they have anything to do with Twitter? Um, no, I don't, I don't believe so. No, just, just checking. You know, the co-founders <laughs> of Twitter get everywhere, don't they? So. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> it just kind of made sense that you know maybe well, you had one of those guys uh, but uh Corey, is there anything else you feel like we've forgotten to mention about some or anything we've missed or have we pretty much got everything you you felt that the audience should know about uh you and your your app um i think there's well there's just to to plug our paid product a little bit more um we actually have uh we, we just released an, a new product last week um, on on Friday, which I'm very excited about, called uh, Samal Insights. Uh, right now, it's just on just focused on Twitter, uh, but this is a deep dive into how uh, you're performing on Twitter, both from a uh, content side and an audience side. So it analyzes your your content and um, pulls out your best hashtags, your top keywords, um, and then from the audience side, trying to understand you know who are your most influential members in your community. Um, who are the people that are advocating for you the most and, and actually have the most reach? Um, so, you know, if, if you're following me on, uh, on Twitter, for example, Paul. And, yes, I've um, just followed you. And uh, you retweet just... me. You know, I'm sure you, you have a huge follower base. So, you know, that would be, you would be a very influential member of my, of my community, um, right? And so I would want to, to kind of curate that relationship. And likewise, for our customers, they would want to understand, you know, who are the influential members of their community and, you know, um, maybe sending them coupon codes or, um, you know, asking them to, to write a review or, you know, asking them to contribute to, you know, maybe an event that's coming to their, to their town or, or, or to their city. Um, so there's there's a lot of different things that that uh, our users are getting out of these insights, and this is called some all insights. Oh, great! And, and uh, I know that there was something with Instagram as well. I, I'm a big fan of Instagram, and uh, you were doing something with hashtags and, and and tracking that. Is that sort of something you're still doing? There is a product we have in in Alpha, which um, which is also very exciting. Um, it's called some all uh, some all boost. So uh, the idea is that you have um, you have a, a lot of our customers will have actually uh, audiences in one particular social platform, um, and you know be really focused on Facebook or perhaps uh, you know just Instagram or just Twitter. But you know what are those audiences doing across other social platforms? Because not everybody just operates on one social platform. So to the extent that we can actually um, you know, figure out who those users are across those different platforms. Uh, imagine uh, me being able to actually move all those users, whoever lives in the Instagram environment, onto Facebook or vice versa, or um, from Instagram to Twitter. So there's there's a certain degree of overlap because a lot of people will you know operate on all three social platforms. Some only um, you know work on one or two, but engaging your audiences across those different social platforms is a very powerful thing. 
Well, Corey, uh, I have to say, what a great episode. Uh, uh, people listening to this should go to the Appster Tribe, should go to theappguide.co and look for episode 278 uh, with Corey Lee. And I will put links to all those uh, paid products, but also, you know, the fact that you put it to your to your website. And, uh, and how can people best reach out to you, Corey? What's the best way of getting in touch? Um, they can reach us through uh, the, the website. Um, if you want to get in touch with me personally, just uh, you know, email. You could email um, support at someall.com and, and they can put you in touch with me that way. Um, or you can, I don't know if it's kosher to give my personal email. Um, uh, I'll but, tell you what, well, well, if you want Corey's personal email, email me and then I'll reach out to you because <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> okay, so we're not broadcasting it too much. But uh Corey, thank you very much for joining me. What a very inspirational guy you are. And thank you very much for building just the most awesome, you know, data kind of metrics, analytics service. And it really helps. And when you said about that democratization and, and helping the the smaller app entrepreneur out, it just it, it just made me feel great because uh, we are up, up against a lot of big guys in this world, especially in tech. And uh, and just to empower us more is, is great. So thank you very much for everything you do. Absolutely. Thank you. Romano listeners, go to theappguy.co to access the backlog of past interviews. I've got hundreds of interviews with startup founders, millionaires, entrepreneurs, and app developers, authors. It's a wonderful resource, and you'll get access to it. Uh, initially, you can get it for free. Just go to theappguy.co and register, where you will then be able to access uh, off-air chats as well as past interviews. Thanks very much for listening.